0: Hey everyone, Kate here with a bonus mini sewed for the week of October 13th. There's been a major theft from Disney World resulting in $20,000 of missing ride props. And those wonderful little shampoo and conditioner bottles that you get at Disney resorts may soon become a thing of the past. Plus, there's a new Dole Whip slushie, an attraction based TV series on Disney, and a brand new stunt show is coming to Universal Studios. Here's episode 21. Our second question of the week came out of our last episode, and that was What would you dress up for? What would you dress up as for Halloween if you could be any Disney character? And so we had a lot of answers for this one. Jennifer said she would dress up as Mary Poppins. Brittany said that she has dressed up as Giselle in the past. Captain Jim said he would dress up as Cap'n Jim from Batuu. Ugh, that's, that's a little rough. Wise, crafty, shameless panderer, feigning simultaneous support for the Resistance and First Order, which both were hashtag. <laughs> Thank you, Cap'n Jim. TJ said, uh, in a simple gif, he would dress up as Scar. Be prepared. Oh, oh. Julie God, said, Hook. TJ, come on. Tina said, Nemo. The Mug Shop Pod said, Hey, Hey. That's a, a great one. answer. Mm-hmm. And Elena ElenaPaw36 said, Rapunzel. And
1: what was your answer?
0: Well, I told not you not
1: Marvel. Oh, Disney
0: It has to be Disney, not like Star Wars. Disney, or...
1: not Star Wars.
0: Who, that's a good one. Well, we did have a, a Halloween party a couple of years back where we all did Wreck It Ralph characters, and I was Taffeta Mutton Fudge. Who the hell was I? She's you were. I don't think. See, you don't really like car- costumes. I don't. I don't think you were there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big fan of the. Dressing <laughs> I don't think you were at stuff.
0: that party, but that was a really fun one. We had uh, somebody was Fixit Felix, uh, somebody was um, Vanellope. I don't know. Did we have a Ralph?
1: Do you know who I'd be? I think we did. Do you know who I'd be? Who is that? Ted Candy!
0: Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Is that who you'd pick out of anybody?
1: No, 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 no. We should of...
0: go as Wally and Eva next year.
1: Oh, I could do Wally. Yeah.
0: Because like you love that I movie. And we both love that movie. Yeah. This is a fun uh, one. At the Magic Kingdom, apparently this week, they discovered that $20,000 worth of ride props went missing for the Magic Kingdom.
1: Now hang on cuz okay. I read this article cuz it was misleading as all get out. Okay. The article said there were $20,000 worth of uh, props, ride props missing. It made the the headline made it sound like somebody like walked through a queue and stole things.
0: No, but, that is
1: not the case. Right,
0: correct. So the set pieces missing are from Uh, Peter Pan's Flight and Space Mountain. There are sails missing from Peter Pan's Flight, and a shell and three seats from Space Mountain. So Patrick is absolutely correct. They were not taken from the actual ride. Rather, a storage shed located behind a test track an Epcot, and it was noticed by a Disney cast member who was doing inventory when she noticed he or she noticed that these items were missing. None of the items have any unique markings or uh, serial numbers to, to identify them. These were padlocked in storage, which was surrounded by th- fencing. So this is a huge mystery as to how it was taken. It
1: has to be an inside job. oh it, it has to be. It's universal. But it has to be an inside job. SeaWorld. World, Right.
0: Right? You're just going to magically see uh, Peter Pan's flight, uh, a, a sale there. The public
1: doesn't have access to this warehouse.
0: No. It's on the black market. Which apparently that's a thing. That's a thing. There's a Disney black market.
1: Where you, where you find saying.
0: things and sell them and, and signs and what have you. This, is, this, this, this should be a main episode.
1: Why? Tales
0: from the Black Market. Oh, man. It writes itself.
1: Yeah, well. Good luck Great with headline.
0: that Great headline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skipping over to the resorts. Um, Pat, one of Patrick's favorite things to get from our trips are the lovely toiletries in the rooms uh, with Disney's H two O brand.
1: Yes, but the last resort we were in, they were all tied down to the shower. Exactly. And as much as I tried to pull them off, I was Could not, not able
0: to. Nope, and we had to call security. And <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway, uh, over in California, there's a law that's going to ban hotels from providing its guests with plastic shampoo, conditioner, lotion, or soap. Bottles. This will be effective in 2023 and will mostly impact hotels with more than 50 rooms. So, this is happening in California, and it, as Patrick said, it's starting to happen in Orlando as well. And you better pay attention to these rules because um, hotels could be fined $500 for a first offense and 2000 for any violations after that. So, don't worry, it's only in California for right now.
1: Well, like I said, uh we were in the the uh, uh, All Star Resorts, and they were hey they were all tied down to the wall. So I think that 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 and actually, when we walked through the shop, they were selling the shampoo and the soap. You that could is buy correct,
0: it. yeah. And that same thing for um, Coronado two years ago. Okay, they had them because I was going to bring you home toiletries. That I was going to be your I souvenir. Love the shampoos. Cheap and easy, right? Yeah. The nickname in college. <laughs> Heading over to Disney Springs, wow. uh, there is a new. Dole Whip slushy. Are we available. doing
1: this every episode? What's that? A new Dole Whip? Yeah, because we Seems talk like about it a lately. new Dole yeah. Whip every. I mean, they are milking the Dole Whip uh, <laughs> cows. Teat. They are. They are getting everything they can out of the Dole Whip, aren't they?
0: They are. So this is an Olaf Dole Whip slushy. Oh,
1: for the love of! So it's just ice.
0: Well, let me tell you, it's made with blue raspberry slushy mix, vanilla or pineapple Dole Whip. Plus, it's topped with an white chocolate Olaf and chocolate chips. It's available at Marketplace Snacks in Disney Springs for 6.99. 6.99. 6.99. Nine.
1: So, um, as a parent, do you tell your child, uh, I'm going to buy you a little piece of Olaf and you're going to drink Olaf." You're
0: going to eat Olaf. You're going
1: to eat you drink Olaf down.
0: I wonder what kids do think of that when they do have like character uh, char- uh what, what's the word of looking for when they have like characters on top of, of foods, you know? Do they think that that's the real thing I or?
1: don't I, I I don't,
0: Inquiring minds want I don't no. think
1: a child thinks you're actually eating the actual Were character. you
0: scarred for life when you ate Olaf?
1: I was scarred. Did dreams crumble? I was scarred when I ate Scar. Oh. <laughs> the lion meat was delicious.
0: Oh, boy. Well, save that because we're going to talk about dining next. Woo-hoo. So, um, if you are used to calling the Disney line to make reservations, WDW Dine, Um. They are doing away with the call center, it seems like, for table service reservations. They came out this week and said that the online reservation system, along with the app, is going to be their preferred method of making new dining reservations. And that if you are calling for a group of eight or more, you can still call in to their telephone line. But otherwise, it sounds like they're encouraging everybody To make their own reservations by themselves and not call.
1: It's almost 2020. It's time.
0: It's time. Cut the cord. Except that there's already issues on the day of bookings, you know, when your window opens 180 days out, with the website being slow and crashing, and this is just going to make it worse, in my opinion.
1: Well, here's my solution. Okay. Disney, are you listening? You listening, Disney? I don't don't know. You need to pay me to come down there and and work on your computer systems.
0: (laughs) I I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yes. That's my solution. And
0: uh, you need me to come down there and, and do something educational.
1: Yeah. You need to work with, with Captain children. Jim.
0: children. Yes. I would love to learn under Captain Jim.
1: Yeah.
0: Hashtag resistance. Hashtag rebels. <laughs> hashtag scruffy nerf herder. <laughs> Please make it happen. <laughs> Over at Universal Studios, uh, a Born Stuntacular has been confirmed opening in 2020. What's this, that going to replace? This is going to replace the closed Terminator 2D ride that closed – well, not right. It was more of a show. That closed in 2017. We never got to it. We were told to not really worry about it. But um, if you've, if any of you out there have ever experienced that show, please let us know what it was like. This will go in that place. And, um, again, this is going to be out of the Bourne ultimatum, the Born supremacy, the Born Blah, blah, blah.
1: Your family.
0: That's not it. That's Fast and Furious. Oh, sorry. But this is going to be a new stunt show um, around that movie-verse. Cool. So, yeah.
1: And you will be able to shoot guns out of your hands. I don't think so. Okay. No,
0: I don't think so. Last but not least, Disney Plus is going to welcome a really cool series on Disney attractions produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. This will be a 10, one-hour-long episode series that will be coming to Disney+, Plus, which is set to open in November. But the series I don't think is going to be there quite yet for the opening of Disney+. Plus. But this is something I'm looking forward to immensely because it sounds awesome. I always love hearing about the rides and how they came to be. And it sounds like they're also going to talk to superfans about the rides and why they love them. So, yay. Cool. Looking forward to that.